0: Bo a a bo a a a a a a
1: Hello and welcome to George of the Jungle Fix. Your stop for all the hottest and most underappreciated Brendan Fraser roles. Pat. I'm joined today by Pat. What Brendan Fraser role. Do you like, uh, I like George of the jungle a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, me too. That's, that's a good choice.
2: Yeah. I think, uh, I, I mean, the mummy is the obvious choice, right? But George of the jungle, uh, is he, probably, he goes on that bridge? Yeah. I mean, coffee. there's, there's just a, a lot there. It was a simpler time when you could make a movie like that and it wasn't
1: offensive. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Allison, what, what Brendan Fraser role do you like?
3: Um, I don't know if I'd say I like it, but I saw, I saw uh, I, when I was in college, I took a, a science class called geology and cinema. And, uh, we watched the 2008 journey to the center of the earth. And so uh. I, have, I have like a, an affection for that because I watched it in, in a science class and got science credit for it in college. Was the rock
2: in the sequel to that? yes
1: journey to the center yes. of the earth
2: someone else
1: right? like less famous at the time
2: Disturious
4: than the island is the rock movie
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, okay Allison that was the wrong answer I'm sorry goodbye cool. uh, Sam what Brendan Fraser role do you like let me talk to you about the DC universe original television I show knew
2: I knew you were
4: going to say Doom Patrol I knew you were going to say Doom Patrol <laughs> Where, I
2: mean, uh, we, we,
3: really, we would be shocked if he hadn't said anything. Said I'm just excited that
2: I was so right. And I didn't say yeah. it beforehand. Now I'm mad. Also,
4: Brendan Fraser ha- is very fat in Doom Patrol. Has put on a lot of weight for, to play this character, but also has a sex scene in like the opening episode. Uh, because the DC universe is like, we're HBO adjacent. We can yeah. have sex. These and- heroes, talk and- now. Yeah, and, and they say fuck a lot. Robin says yeah. fuck a lot.
1: In in Doom Patrol, does does Brendan Fraser live in a treehouse with a gorilla named Ape? No. So okay. Uh, no. Okay. Thank you. That's all. I do that is
2: all. That That Journey to the Mysterious Island is in fact a sequel to Journey to the Center of the Earth. So I was. Yeah, called. that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it does star Dwayne Johnson. Uh, the rock Dwayne
1: Johnson. Who's other uh, the Rock? Oh, right. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ah. Uh direct sure, Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. Uh Alex, what Brandon Fraser role do you like? I think he
0: was the best when he was Ben from Scrubs. That's a pretty good
1: answer. I
2: okay.
0: think. I don't know if anybody else has watched other than Pat then, but yeah. yeah, he's great in that. I've, I've
2: seen every episode of Scrubs roughly 6 times, so yeah. <laughs> I I would say multiple
4: times I've I have, seen it.
2: I four. almost have the entire teleplay for every episode of Scrubs memorized. Wow. <laughs>
4: The finale of the good series of Scrubs before they changed it into medical school uh, makes me cry every time. Yes. Very
0: good. I think the best episode of Scrubs is my lunch.
1: Yes, I would agree. I think I've seen George of the Jungle more than six times. (laughs) I have also. Yeah,
2: I, that's, 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 I'm positive. That's true.
1: Uh, all right. Now that we have gotten our George of the jungle fix in, this is now I'd like, just well, before we leave yes. that zone, I would like to point out that, uh, Brendan Fraser has a credit for a theme park
2: ride.
3: I was just going <laughs> to never seen that on Wikipedia before, Yeah, me neither. where it's like, Oh, here's his filmography. Okay.
2: Film.
0: Home, Got it.
3: Television theme park ride.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. The mummy, right? Yeah. Revenge yeah, of the mummy.
3: I mean, Universal yeah. Studios Florida version makes, only.
2: Makes, only Florida. <laughs> they could not send those, that film reel over to California. Florida man. I,
3: yeah. I, I, I mean, it makes sense. I have just literally never seen it on somebody's like listed as a category on a uh, so under filmography on wikipedia before
1: oh, so sure what you're all saying is, is, is you don't know enough brendan Fraser films to you know what i bet stanley has platform. it on there i bet stanley has it on there Yeah, uh, you
3: know, I, I will
1: okay well while you search for that i'm going to do the rest of the intro uh now after getting <laughs> brendan Fraser fix out of the way george of the jungle fix out of the way i can now welcome you to gaming fix episode 86 86 uh, September 7th, 2019, uh, I am Andre Cole, your host, I'm joined by, uh, Pat and then some heathens who do not appreciate Georgia, the jungle, uh, this is good, the correct amount, <laughs> uh, great movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, fu- I fucks with George. Do you jungle. remember when he eats the the coffee? Java, 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 java. Yeah. that's what I picture your work as. Is just everyone just sitting around going java, 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 and jumping off the chairs. Um, <laughs> We did,
2: we did make some culprit this week that we really should have been diluting and we just drank it as concentrate and
1: that wow. kind of happened. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, this is neither coffee fix nor George of the jungle fix. This is gaming fix game. F- I, I forgot what the name of a podcast is a game fix. gaming fix. Oh God. Go. <laughs> it's, it's very late for on. Under- it is very late. I've been up since 4am. It is now 1130 PM uh yeah god yeah uh so video eh, game video games Uh, (laughs) i just want to play video games just want (laughs) to play video video games all the time and every day that song should be our new theme song (laughs) Uh, blackout band i think something bad happened to those one of those kids maybe maybe not i hope not Uh, yeah, we've been, I don't, somebody take over. Oh God. oh so what about that, that
0: game? What you shoot legs and then you make noises out your butt. Morphe's law. Oh, you go to
1: me. Morphe's law. Nobody's playing Morphe's (laughs) law. That game seems all right. Uh, so that, so apparently it had a rocky launch, uh, like a 1.0, like bad net code, bad everything, I guess and they did a 2.0 update called Morphe's law remorphed uh which theoretically fixed the net code but i just shortly after a month shortly a month after it's release nobody's playing it what so is it what is Morphe's uh, law third person uh third person multiplayer shooter uh only multiplayer. There's no single player component. Like you can play against AI, but, um, so it's like arenas and a three on three, four on four kind of stuff. And the main gimmick is, so you're playing as robots called morphies. And when you shoot the other robots, you steal mass from them and it puts mass on your robot. So like, if I shoot you in the left arm, my left arm gets big shoot you in the legs and my legs get big and I get taller and then like, it's harder to shoot you cause you're so small. Uh, but then if your legs get big, your butt gets big. If your butt's big, you're you, you can, your farts are big and you can fly across the map and like up on top of buildings. Uh, and That's like good. each of your body parts has like, uh, and if your feet are tiny, then you run real slow. But if your feet are big, then you run real fast. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) You have like real big legs, but tiny little feet.
2: I mean, according to their Steam page, as of August fifth, there were one thousand three hundred and thirty-seven players playing. (laughs) Fuck off! Uh, (laughs) But it said it says that only one percent of those people are playing on PC. But so, it's got cross play. Right. So that's what I'm saying is maybe even though the steam charts data is so bad for it, there are people playing. Well, on Switch?
1: I played for like maybe two hours this morning and like it was middle of the day on Friday in America. I'm playing in Japan. So maybe nobody in Japan is playing it. And it just was like, we're not going to match you with anybody, but it seems pretty dead. I'm going to install the free version and see what I get. Oh, Fortnite, Yeah. Yeah, uh, you can play the demo free forever, but after 30 minutes, they replace all the sounds with fart noises. I don't know why you would offer an improved version of the game for free. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I I honestly think that like it's a fun little like shooter thing, but like it's dead now. For less than a month after its like 2.0 launch, it I seems think- like and. That's a bummer. Cause like, I think the central gimmick is like neat and goofy. Like when your are like, when your left arm gets big, like your special ability will be stronger. If your right arm gets big, you do more damage, stuff like that. Your head gets big, you're an easier target. But like if you're big and you've got like extra health, but like if they shoot parts of you that are small, then like it's just straight off your health. I don't know. Yes.
2: I mean, it sounds cool, but the problem is I don't see what kind of like, long-term evolution of that looks, uh, I
1: mean, you know, they, they've they got like unique takes on like game modes and stuff. Um, sure. But I guess my point
2: is yeah. I don't, that sounds like a thing you play for a few hours and go like, Oh wow, this is cool. If,
1: if it was free and, to play, I, I, you know, I'd say, Oh yeah, check it out. It's like well, it fun and goofy like it and now. it will but nobody's playing it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, So if, if it was, uh, yeah, if there were actually people playing it, I would highly recommend people check it out. Uh, because it's like a goofy thing, but at 20 bucks with nobody playing it and no single player component at all. Like I, yeah, it's, yeah. It sounds
0: like it went the way of the lawbreakers
1: lawbreakers lasted much longer. Radical Heights. Are we thinking of Radical Heights? Both. That also lasted longer.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, but this game doesn't necessarily. Well, I don't know. I guess they could have to shut the servers down or whatever. But yeah, I, I, it doesn't I seem know. like it, the, the the running cost of operating it, it would be at the level of a Radical Heights or a Lawbreakers. Yeah, yeah, like
1: probably. they they say they want to do like you know they want to do post launch support, but. I, I don't know how they do that if they're not like they've sold some copies, but yeah if nobody's still playing, like, I don't know how you get people to come back. Like if they made it, like, I I don't know. I'm not a business person. It's like they've got, uh, for spending so much time talking about Morphe's law, uh, they've got, um, like loot boxes and cosmetics. They're all pinatas. It's got like a very, mexican day of the dead aesthetic but it's by like a swiss studio i think i don't
2: dislike the aesthetic but i do wonder how much you can really do with that like uh, they,
1: cosmetically I, uh, they do like some stuff like they've got some other like non stuff like they've got like dragons and shit like japanese oh, yeah. or chinese style dragons i saw on some cool. stuff and um, they've got like you know emotes and they just got to start putting out cop skins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's bad boys, bad boys, bad games, God, bad games. We, what we you going to do? <laughs> but uh, I, don't,
0: I don't know, man. Like it seems like in the modern day, the way to get a game popular is to get like a major streamer to play it. And yeah. I, I was just looking at Twitch and zero people are streaming this. So. I hate the modern day, by the way.
1: If, oh, you their, yeah. if you look at their, if you look at their, their Twitter, they're like, a lot of people are like making like let's plays of it, but they must be in there against like, maybe they've got community oh. people playing it. There's a lot of people giving away codes to it. Hmm. Uh, I, but none of them are playing the game. Maybe, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it's may- maybe for me, it's just a matter of like being overseas. I'm just not like in a, you know, what's, what's your call it. Uh, time like a yeah you're, you're hitting something like connection of, isn't good enough yeah. I don't know I've got good internet I don't know I don't know is it work fine for Smash yeah I don't know uh, I don't know I don't know if they made it
0: free on some platform like Humble maybe that would be good
1: yeah I, uh, right yeah now. if if they get it out there like I, I I think there is like something to it it's fun to play uh it's just well, steam has finished downloading Morphe's law fart night. So, okay. There you go. Sick. It, like it, the, it it's goofy in like the way your characters like grow and like, you'll have like real big legs and like one big arm and then like a tiny head and a tiny arm, tiny little feet. Uh, but yeah, we spent way too much time talking about Morphe's law. Yeah. Alex is apparently fascinated by it. He brought it up last week. He brought it up again <laughs> this week. Alex's game of the year. Yep. I still have in touch with that. Uh okay. Uh somebody else video games. Uh Allison, you were hey. very excited about some news from this week's Nintendo Direct. How about you tell us about it?
3: Yeah. So Overwatch
1: is, for Nintendo Switch.
3: There is a lot coming for Nintendo Switch. I think it was a very solid direct in general. Um the, the first thing I was really excited about was uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions is coming to Switch. Hell yeah. Which is yeah. such a, which, a game I really like. And it's great that it's going to get a new life on Switch. Um, so I, I, I was I watched the Direct in my office and I was very glad most people were already on the way home because I made a very loud noise when when that popped up because I was, I was so excited. Um,
1: I was on the toilet.
0: <laughs> Did you also make a very loud noise? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then he was for
1: the, the reasons eyes. you might be expecting.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Uh. Um, but as, aside, from, <laughs> aside from all the other cool stuff that they're showing, uh, I, as the podcasts. uh, Tetris 99 fan, I was excited that they introduced, uh, new stuff to Tetris 99, uh, which basically has, uh, they, they, they added a fair amount. Um, they've now added uh, a lot of additional themes. They've added a lot of additional icons, which you basically can unlock from completing in-game challenges. They've introduced, uh, dailies, which has been interesting. And then I, um, I feel like most notably is, uh, Tetris 99 Invictus mode, which is basically you have to win, get uh number one in base mode of Tetris 99 to try the Invictus mode. Uh, so that has been very difficult. Uh, but it's, it's nice because I feel like they, it's, it's fun that there's basically at this point, two levels of difficulty when it comes to Tetris 99, where the base one is, it's still, I'm not going to say it's easy, um, to get number one, but it's, it's, you know, it's fun. But Tetris 99 Invictus mode is like upsettingly hard at times. Uh, like, uh, like when you get to the top uh ten i think the it's not just like that the people who are playing it are harder the pieces drop a lot faster than they do in base touches mm-hmm. ninety nine like when you get to top ten in invictus mode it's just like it, they're automatically like have already fallen basically they they are that fast so it's 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 nice that there's a uh another um Level of difficulty I'm really hoping that I can win uh a game of invictus mode but I have not been able
1: to do that yet unfortunately do you, but, do you get something special if you win
3: I don't think so maybe uh, an, maybe, maybe you an might icon? get a badge or no. like an extra uh, an extra like, or no you, you might get an extra to your icon.
1: house and like shake your hand
3: you know that'd be cool but
1: <laughs> yeah. okay
3: but no I, I it's just more of a aspirational Man, it would be nice to be uh, that good at Tetris.
1: But um, Uh, what what theme are you rocking?
3: um, There's one that I just unlocked. Uh, So basically, one of the things that one of the reasons that you play the dailies is that you get um, uh, tickets that you can use to unlock themes. Uh, And I am now using the uh, I think it's called the Elegant theme. It's basically just like the cutest theme of Tetris Ninety Nine. Um, but I, I also sometimes use the, uh, uh, fire emblem theme. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's Tetris 99. Uh, it's still, it's still the, the base Tetris 99, but it's, it's nice. I, I, am I'm really happy that they keep that they're keeping, um, supporting it and adding new things because I really like the game and, I feel like it's really fun at its core, but they're still uh, giving more stuff.
0: Do you think it's it's a good idea that they released a physical version of it?
3: I I don't, I was, I don't know. (laughs) It's, it's, I think it's an interesting idea, Um, especially, well, especially since, uh, fine. Like money wise, It is basically, you just, you, you pay 30 bucks for it and you get the 12 month membership as well as the $10 DLC. So it, it's not like you're paying extra for it. Um, if you don't have the DLC already, uh, but I, I don't know that's, it's an, it's an interesting, that was very, that was one of the more strange things from that direct, I think.
1: But people will buy it.
3: So, oh yeah, totally. Just like
1: to have stuff.
3: I I briefly thought, do I need this? And then I was like, God no. God I do not need that. But I had the thought, do I? Because of how much I play I play Touches 99, but
0: Yeah. Did well, did you guys have any other highlights from the Nintendo Direct? I mean, while we're kind of on that topic. <laughs>
4: Dana play Chronicles. Maybe one day I'll finish it. That's five times I've started it. <laughs> I'm Deadly Premonition to is the big one, right? Like yeah. that was
0: why. So strange. Apparently, the Switch yet. version, the Switch version of Deadly Premonition is it has some issues. Yeah, it sounds like it's a mess.
3: Oh, that's
2: dollars. Yeah, it's, it's way too $40. expensive and it sounds like it's a disaster. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> Larry was apologizing for it on Twitter. Um,
1: you can get that
2: for $2 on steam. Most days. There are some, like from what I understand it, there are some improvements to it in theory mm-hmm. on switch, like, like mm-hmm. control and, and visual improvements, but it sounds like it's a mess. I don't think swearing had anything to do with the port.
1: It sounds like it was a, yeah. another, it was like a porthouse that did, yeah. it, um, uh, I know what what Sam and Pat enjoyed from the direct. It was about Pokemon. Oh, the tea? <gasps> no. That was
2: so funny. Oh, the yeah.
1: sausages. But, yeah. Oh, God. Did you no. like to tell us
2: about the sausages? No, I mean, I don't think we should spend tons of time on this because, you know, <laughs> it's, the discourse has occurred already, but clearly the point also, is... I, f- <laughs> I feel like it's not proven yet that the Pokemon are being... <laughs> What do you mean it's not proven? What else is the sausage? Okay, there are other animals. There are not. Animals. Where? When have there been other, animals? There have like, never you been other animal,
3: animals? You see birds that aren't Pokemon, that they're just birds. Those are
2: Pokemon. They're
3: Pokemon they're not, birds. No, they're not Pokemon. They're not like Pidgey or Spirit. They're just like
2: birds. What? When, like, when has this happened? I'm going to need
4: timestamps. <laughs> my favorite thing about a <laughs> It was the the joke that I made in our chat, which was, let's look at these super cool new Pokemon. One of them is a haunted teapot full of a friendly ghost. Another one is a big hungry bird. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to admit, I am
2: becoming less and less excited for this Pokemon game.
3: <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> becoming excited. Uh, that's
1: good. The yo, teapot that bird good. spits fish. Yeah, I know that stuff is good, but I'm starting What's to kind of like what? gulp missile in, in Kyoto when you're where i live you can go and you can watch people cormorant fish which is where they like they have like a leash on cormorant and they go in the water and they grab a fish and then they reach in and they pull the fish out of the bird's mouth that sounds like it might
2: be cruelty to animals yeah like also yeah it's kind of awesome if you could do yeah, it it's like
1: a traditional if you could talk to
2: the bird and be like hey bird you into this and the bird was yeah. like yeah i'm into it and then i would that would be cool
1: like it's that's a big I, like tourist attraction i've not seen it done but it's a thing that happens it
2: sounds like it's actually probably terrible for the bird and so i don't i'm not <laughs> saying i think people should do it but <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's pretty rad it's it, it's pretty rad it sounds uh, animal cruelty is pretty rad uh, no that's
4: <laughs> <you>.
1: uh, <laughs> Oh, okay, podcast. and then I think there is one other big announcement for people on this podcast. Also, sausages aren't made out of birds. You turkey sausage, okay, chicken sausage. I, You've I, had, I chicken, had know, chicken sausage? No, I, I have know. not had any. I've, chicken but. sausage is perfectly good. Chicken apple oh, sausage is fine. Good.
3: I, I found a Polygon article that's simply "Do people eat Pokemon?" And apparently, uh,
2: in the anime, they do.
3: Apparently, the, the anime uh, is the only
4: canon.
3: In the show, they uh, the the Pokédex uh, for Farfetch'd is that Farfetch'd makes a delicious meal, especially when cooked with leek. Because of this, Farfetch'd is nearly extinct. So,
2: <laughs> there's definitely an episode of the show where they, they eat a magic carp. Like there's like a magic. So they try, they so they try, try to, but a magic carp
3: has like no meat on it.
2: Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. And also it's scales are rock hard. Yes. But, but the point is it's it a dead magic carp on a plate oh, that okay. has been cooked and served to eat. So, uh, okay. Well, but, but my point was that they've never really shown that in the games. So, Let's this see. is the first I time. Know what
1: nobody eats in the games. Uh, okay. But that's not the point. That's not true. You nah. give your Pokemon, Pokemon rare candy. Okay.
3: In Pokemon Stadium, there Wait, is. Nobody knows what our candy, candy is made of. Sushi <laughs> exists if in, sushi
1: Pokemon in, the in Pokemon Stadium. on then that's more proof that they're eating them. Oh, my God. Come <laughs> on. I'm just. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying so hard to move us away from this. I love it. Uh, there's, there's you also one. drink a ghost. You drink a ghost's feet. <laughs> if it likes you. Uh, yeah. It likes you, the
3: ghost is into it.
1: That's
2: gross. I'm not saying it's a problem to do that. It's
0: there's only gross. there's only one other game that
1: matters. There's, is, it sounds like it's is it two games is it or is it just a one game Super. and then it's got two modes I don't know how brothers ultimate right that's what we're talking about yeah no, what no I I'm mean Terry about. Bogard okay Four characters oh I'm god what happened about, uh, Terry about. Bogard and Smash is pretty funny it's uh, it's a good uh, pick, I don't yeah.
2: I don't really care I don't really actually have any affinity and, for that series I mean, so.
1: neither do I but. Uh the, all the Busta Wolf Are You Okay? Yeah. Busta Wolf uh memes are good. And then yeah. Smash people being like, Who the hell is Terry Bogard? Yes, that is also good. <laughs> and then also I hope they put in girl Terry Bogard from the from the F- SNK F- game. F- yeah. yeah. Uh so she can have the fatal cutie hat and then Kirby can eat. Girl Terry Bogard, and then Kirby can have a fatal cutie hat. Is the next series of characters that
2: they do going to be like Geralt, a Jedi, a lizard from Divinity, <laughs> Tracer? Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. I hope like it's classic Tracer. PC franchises. Oh, oh Tracer's real. coming. You know Tracer's coming. That's, that's yeah. That'd
0: be a that's good pick.
2: Tracer Tracer's last I character. I'd
4: rather have Diva. <laughs> yeah, she, she a would wear
0: uh, Torbjorn, but, but no. The, uh, on, the only other game that matters is, is is Jedi Outcast. Yeah, as long as they get even. Up there.
1: B could be her
2: jumping out of the mech and kicking off of it, and then her down B could be on a cooldown and could bring the mech back. And exclu- I,
1: I thought Star Wars would have brought him back.
2: Sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess I think Jedi Outcast is cool. I mean, this is like my thing, right? This is the same reason why I was sort of talking about what I was talking about with this, this nest games in our chat, like it's cool that they're bringing Jedi outcast to the switch. I'm not going to play that game again on switch. Okay. I'm like, I would rather it's, if I'm going to replay that game, it's going to be on PC. And Mm -hmm. like we have in a month, a, new yeah. star Wars game by one of the best developers in the world currently is coming is out. It, so like next month, I thought that was yeah. oh god. Well, it's, next month? it's October, right? Too
3: many video games.
2: Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but but so my point great. is like, it's very cool. Jedi outcasts is a phenomenal game and it's another one of those, like, it's cool that more people get to play it, but, it seems like a kind of the kind of drop that's like designed to get the people who are already fans of that series excited. And
1: I I don't want to play it. Yeah. It it is like a kind of a head scratcher. Like why? Cause like, you know, with deadly premonition, for some reason, they're, they're funding deadly premonition (laughs) too. Great. (laughs) Yeah, Like that. Okay um oh been the original sin 2, they've got don't they have I they announced well no but they've got that but did, didn't they announce that uh baldur's gate 3 is coming to switch i want
2: to say they did they also have another game that i didn't even know about larian does that oh, okay. i thought packs that um aren't
1: they involved with all like the remasters
2: of baldur's gate the, yeah no those okay. are different studios. Oh, okay. Remasters okay. actually have very mixed people are mixed on those. Okay. There's some people who say that you should just straight up go back and play the old versions because mm. remasters don't have some issues. But um interesting. But uh, they're also Larian's releasing a like a, a game that is basically like just the battles from Divinity. It's sort of like structured almost like a Fire Emblem kind of thing, where it's like you go right. into a battle, you do a battle, you have more characters than you would have had in the RPG, and then you come out of the battle and you do like story stuff, and then you go back into battles. Uh, I hadn't even heard of it. I like, forgot what it's called. Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah. It's structured kind of like that.
1: Uh, uh, I, I think they talked about this on waypoint radio where they're like, we don't really know what this game is yet. Or yeah, uh, it looked
2: amazing at PAX though. Like it's just the combat from divinity original sin yeah, Two, which yeah, is incredible. Yeah. So, and the visual is like, it's gorgeous looking. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for it now. I didn't stand in line to play it because it was one of those like, it was very easy to watch over people's shoulder from out of line, and it you could tell what that game was. And then one of the developers kind of gave me a spiel on it. Um, but it's cool looking. I'm excited for it.
0: But yeah, the, about Nintendo producing uh, Deadly Premonition Two. The description on the Switch Store was so good. Yes. About how quote the story takes place in a small town in New Orleans, which was created yeah. based on research and interviews.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah <they're laughs> uh in the press release about the first one coming out they were like oh this guy gave it a 10 out of 10 ign gave it two out of 10 <laughs> 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 They said that in the press release yeah
0: but uh, um is- yeah jessica and i watched the last hour of that game um mm-hmm just because uh and she had never seen the previous like the prior 30 hours mm-hmm. so none of that game that ending made sense to her yeah but i to, uh, i
1: started watching the giant bomb one of the two giant bomb endurance runs the two concurrent ones yeah and then i think i tried to watch both at the same time or like you <sighs> know watch sense. one and watch the other and that i sounds just, like a fool's errand <laughs> a lot uh yeah I don't even have time to, to watch current stuff now but yeah okay so that's the Nintendo direct uh Nintendo was like hey there's a lot of ga- we got a lot of games coming out this year And then they're like, what if we had some more this year? I'm like, what? No. Uh,
3: Tony Games, Uh, the one thing I would like to mention is that there is a Bulbapedia article called Animals in the Pokemon World. And it's about real world animals have been mentioned a number of times to exist in the world of
2: Pokemon. That's fucking stupid. why are there Pokemon and animals in the same way? In the core
3: core series, there's a number of uh, meat dishes that are mentioned that are, that are meat and not Pokemon. So, all
2: right, that's the Pokemon sucks. (laughs) I'm done. No more Pokemon talk (laughs) on this podcast. Why are there sheep Pokemon? If there's also sheep animals that you eat, like sheep,
0: sheep animals can't shoot lightning.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Hey, take it up with Darwin. Um, yeah.
0: If there are, if there are Marie, why, why we still got sheep, you know what I'm saying?
2: It's also frankly ridiculous that in order to prove this thesis on this Wikipedia page, they have to bring (laughs) up the fact that at one point there's a piece of amber with a bug
1: in it. Like, (laughs) Uh, Pokemon's dumb. Pokemon's supposed to take place in like a war torn future. Isn't it? Like nuclear, like, yeah. nuclear war, yeah. like nuclear, like nuclear yeah. war caused all these animals to mutate into Pokemon, and that's that's why there's Pokemon. I really wish that I didn't know that. I don't think I I, I don't have any proof for what I just. Well, said. there's
3: there's the whole like it's supposed to be the Pokemon War. Uh, Lieutenant Surge is there. It's no,
1: like but that's Lieutenant the Pokemon, Pokemon War. I'm talking about like this is like
3: oh like post
2: oh like a dark Star like a different thing, or war. Like the world has moved but, on from. Yeah,
1: nuclear winter turned into. Can we talk about something else. Yeah, uh, I'm upset. Sam, now. Sam uh, war, war has changed. <laughs> it never war has changed because now there's Pokemon to fight our wars. No, no, war has changed because it's not in the game name anymore. Um, I
4: saw a very funny tweet the other day where uh someone said. <laughs> how how can there still be creationists in this world when we have proof that uh, war evolved in 2001? Uh, which may be like Combat evolved. Combat evolved in Please. 2001. Okay, 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 okay. okay. It's a good that's a joke. That's very good. Apologies for butchering it to everyone listening. Can and you the eat the Pokemon away. in Gears 5? No, uh, you also can't play gears five unless you have a reliable (laughs) internet connection or unless Microsoft has one. Um, so I played about, um, Oh, do you know what the smartest thing about gears five is? And it's my favorite thing about the entire game. When you first start playing it, um, they do the halo, look at these lights to decide. which that's great. But they don't, what they do is they go, can you look up at this drone? And whatever direction you pull, they change that to up. Yeah. So if you pull down, like I do, because you play inverted, it just automatically sets you to inverted without ever like, asking you to do it. It's super smart. It should be in every game ever. Uh, it should too- also be in every PAX demo ever. Because let me tell you, when
2: you're someone who plays inverted and every game is set to not inverted sucks anyway
1: continue wait Go. we have multiple inverted players on this podcast Alex wo- where do you stand on this Us. I'm not inverted okay thank you. Allison I am oh my god <laughs> we're outnumbered Alex <laughs> no. No, but oh, we're the
4: normal ones yeah Um. so yeah I managed to play about half an hour worth of uh, the first mission of Gears of War I'm playing as a character called JD oh shit not from Scrubs,
2: F- so
1: that's Marcus's son right uh,
2: I, it's new to me legitimately i don't i actually this is dumb i know and i can take my headphones off if you need to but i don't want to know any spoilers for the previous gears games because i'm gonna
4: play them <laughs> you, need, you need help <laughs> good games
1: listeners to know that uh, I've, i'm despairing right now i'm i'm pretty sure jd is marcus's son they're good games right um, um, you know,
2: like just, 80s and 90s for all the the, full, the
0: fun part, part is S-
1: James Dominic Phoenix.
0: Let's have a full episode about Scrubs. Anyways,
1: <laughs> the <laughs> fun part about
4: the, the fun part about it is that there is a previously on Gears at the beginning of the game, which is super smart. And um, talk about tomatoes. The one thing that I would say about the previously on gears is it only covers Gears 4. It doesn't cover any of the original trilogy or uh-huh. judgment. Uh and um the the part the part of me that has just never played a Gears of War game was like, uh-huh. could I could you tell could you explain some of these terms? But no, okay, they're just gonna go with it. Well, I'm uh, not gonna play uh, judgment.
1: I'm uh, not- uh, what what terms do you need to explain, Sam? Like cogs um what's a cog like
4: cog is the soldiers literally, literally everything um but they're, they're cogs uh, they're, uh, it's a locust like I'm kind of working it out. The, the i know i know this. people
2: who live underground i actually played the, the first game is, like 10 years ago
4: so they're saying like lo- they haven't said locust a lot they said swarm a lot i think they killed swarm are also the
2: locust spoilers jesus uh, th- th- have they talked about re-emergence day
4: emergence um, day emergency whatever um there's a very important necklace also uh several people have died uh some of the cover is squishy and it looks like it's organic that's gross um (laughs) imagine slamming Uh, your back into that
0: do do they ever talk about do they ever talk about the delta squad
4: no they they do not sir power Uh, ranger guy I realized that, um, Marcus Power Phoenix Ranger by, always dies. I, I realized that Marcus Phoenix is voiced by Bender from Futurama. So that's funny to me. Um, and he is just literally doing the, uh, Jake the dog from adventure time voice. Like he's not doing anything different. It's just that voice. Yep. Uh, so that's funny.
1: Is he yelling about uh, tomatoes still? He has not
4: yet referenced his tomatoes. Tomatoes. I don't know why I tried to do it your way. Um, (laughs) Tomato, tomato. Well, you could be wrong if you like. Um, So, yeah, so far I played half an hour and then it was like, you need to be signed into Xbox Live. And I was like, okay, click sign in. And then it shunted me to the main menu mid-mission. So that sucked um uh, i've heard that there are some difficulties with the server so maybe i will just not play that game until it's out or post
1: out i wonder Uh, if anyone's trying to pull like some shenanigans like ddos their stuff uh, well anyways sorry
4: Uh, apparently, uh, like the, the game borrows heavily from God of War in that there's huge open world sections. Uh, the first open world section is like a frozen tundra apparently. Uh, so I I mean, I've heard so many mixed things on this, like listening to waypoint talk about it. They were
2: like, this game sucks basically like that. The, the tone of that whole conversation, I almost don't even, I ended up skipping past it. Cause I almost don't even really know why they spent so much time on it. Cause it sounded like mm-hmm. they all thought it was bad. Um, or not bad. Like, not like, worth the time. Yes. Like not worth playing, which was weird to me that they spent like 20 minutes talking about it. But listen,
1: what? I spent like almost 10 minutes talking yeah, about it. It's fine. Though. It's fine.
2: I'm not, I'm not trying to like, be super critical of them but uh but the the thing that emmanuel was saying um who was playing it uh was that the open world sections like there's nothing there like it's just like you walk across the map to go to a different hallway it's not like there's quests and stuff it's like real life i don't know
4: well, uh, i'll give it a show and play it yeah, my, um, my buddy Jim has got the non-Ultimate Edition and we'll be playing it together next weekend, probably. Cool. So uh, Yeah, I just wanted to like give it a try and see what it was like. Um, yeah. And I probably would have played a lot more if I hadn't been kicked off. But um, I think I'll just wait now until other people are ready to shoot cogs or whatever. Now, you don't shoot the cogs. You are the cog. But what if in Gears do? I think that yeah, in Gears game you shot the cogs. Oh my god! They, I think that they referenced that in previously on Gears, but I could be wrong.
2: Maybe god. things. Now change. I don't need. Now I'm not going to play any of them. Apparently, They're, you shoot the cogs. We've, we've done you a favor. <laughs> hmm. We've done you because the cog,
1: the cog, like a gear, gears of war. Yeah. Cog? So
2: the cogs are like the cogs go in between the gears and then they get ground. Ah, uh, now like, I understand. The the gears of war grind the cogs. I don't.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, now that brought us to a screeching halt. Um, I did
4: also oh, play another
2: game. A wheel or bar with a series of projections on its edge, which transfers motion by engaging with projections on
4: another wheel or bar. True.
0: Anyways, what was or the other like game, the little Sam? ones in the gears? What, 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 what was the other one, Sam?
4: Uh, I'd legitimately forgotten the other game that I've played. <laughs> oh, I played Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, I did play Dragon Quest XI, and I did play Astral Chain. Uh, I've, not, I've not got far enough into Astral Chain to have thoughts on it, apart from that uh, I have multiple times almost fallen asleep playing it. That's not a damning thing on Astral Chain. Just for some reason, it sends me to sleep, and I have no idea why. <laughs> uh, Dragon Quest XI is great. I'm playing it exactly how I want to play it, which is half an hour a day before bed. Um, I... You'll be done highly in 2030. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'd highly, super, mega, strongly recommend this game. Although I know that Allison didn't get on with it, but
1: I really like it. I, I, I also like trying it
3: because I want to like it, but I don't
1: know. Maybe it, if it's on Switch, you'll yeah. like it more. Wait, which game? I'm sorry. Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. Ah, gotcha. I need a like right. demo. Uh,
4: yeah, I, I've been playing the demo. It's great. It actually looks Really nice on Switch. I was expecting it to look kind of PS2-y, but it doesn't at all. Hmm.
1: Okay. I need Uh, to finish
2: Fire Emblem before I download that demo. Yes, you
1: do. And Control. Yes. Yeah, control that's a good game. Uh, What have you been playing?
2: I did play some control, which is a good game, but I'm not here to talk about that because I think you probably talked about it last week quite a bit. I kind of gushed incoherently about it. I could gush incoherently about it as well. I mean, I'm only like I'm I've prepared a berth for it in my top three games of the year, even though I'm not that far in, which I haven't done for a game this year. It's so early on. So
3: the um, one thing I would say about control is like, uh, I played it a lot this week as well. And last week I mentioned that I hadn't run into any of the base PS4 hiccups. Uh, this past week I ran into them and I yeah. ran into them hard.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, it, yep.
3: yeah. So it went from, Oh, this is playing perfectly fine to Oh no. The frame rate is God
2: awful. and I have heard people say it is the worst performing game released on PlayStation 4. I um,
3: honestly maybe agree because yeah. I it like it it's playable usually but not good. So I don't know if I'm going to wait for a performance patch or not. They
2: claim they're going to do that. So yeah. hopefully that happens. Um, yeah. yeah so I, I, I just
3: wanted to give an update because last week I was saying, oh, I haven't run into anything. And then this week I I just, yeah, definitely did.
0: Yeah. And even on the Mm -hmm. PC, actually, like I'm a handful of hours deeper than I was last time we talked about it. And the first fight where you engage with the flying dude, if you Mm -hmm. know what I'm talking about, that fight that brought my computer to a screeching halt and I had to turn Mm -hmm. all the settings down. I I can say
2: that at least playing on a one X, it's been, fine it's between 30 and 60 frames pretty much consistently that's great
4: what i would say is playing on the ps4 pro i didn't have any issues in that fight that you were talking about alex but like if there are like 10 dudes on screen and i pause that game i'm dead oh the w- when i unpause it it takes so long to catch up i'll i'll mm-hmm. just be dead uh Sorry. i will say there is a
2: weird bug on xbox where sometimes the map doesn't load when you hit the up on the d-pad huh that uh, happens just, on PS4. it takes like three or four seconds to load every time i've let it sit for like 20 30 seconds it doesn't load sometimes if you hit a control point and then do the map it'll load sometimes if you pause the game in with in the, with like the start button for a while and then go back in and hit up it'll load the map it's a yeah. weird bug it's there frustrating are some, too. but there are. there's so many signs in the game world that it's not that bad so yeah you know, I'd no i'd barely use the map
0: that game does have some bugs, though. I, I encountered a scripting bug where I got to an area and it was was not supposed to be full of enemies, but it was super full of enemies.
4: Oh, uh, that's too bad. So, you know. but uh, yeah. my, um, my least favorite thing is how fiddly it is to uh, telekinesis the uh, grenades and rockets when that skill is literally life or death. And yeah. you're like... Uh, I'll I'll be looking directly at the object, telekinesis, and it will pull a piece off the wall. And I'm like, oh, well I'm dead now. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, I have the most life that you can get in that game.
2: I don't even try. I just I just dodge whenever stuff is going down. Uh, uh, once when you get to the the end, you kind of need that. But yeah, you need. Uh, to be good in your- um, but the things that I have been playing, uh, honestly, I spent the most time this week with control probably. Well, actually I spent the most of the stupid with Dauntless, but I don't, I have talked about those games before. So, um, uh, the things that I checked out that are newer this week, uh, is I played, um, a little bit of creature from the well. Um, I don't even necessarily know if we need a video to talk about where I've gotten in it. I, I started it, got to the point where it turns into a roguelike and then, um, and and then stopped from there. But I did get a feel for like the concept of that game. It's definitely very interesting. I'm not sure it's going to end up really clicking well with me because, um, it doesn't feel like I, it's like pinball, but you move around. So it's not like you're at least in the bits that I played, you're like moving around the room and then hitting balls off of stuff. And, It's interesting. Like, like I have two weapons. Now, one of them is a sword. One of them is a pipe. The pipe just hits the, the ball. The, the sword collects them. And then as you hold it down and then you press a button to fire all three of them off. And like the game is based around using those as like tools to hit objects that then open doors. Um, so it's a cool concept. Uh, the, the visuals are really striking. I think that's the thing that I am digging the most about it is it looks really cool. Um, and the concept is interesting. It's like, I thought it was a fantasy game, but it's actually more like a near kind of thing where you're like, it starts off and you're like a robot in the desert. And then you come to this big factory and there's this scary monster that's like hiding in the shadows. That's talking to you about how, like, there's no hope for you and it's going to keep its eye on you and stuff. So it's got a good atmosphere. It's got some creepiness to it. It's it, it's very snappy feeling. So I'm going to put some more time into that and, and see how I get on with it. Um, and then, uh, I played, um, more of, uh, children of Morta, uh, this week. I don't know if any
1: of you have seen that game. Uh, it's just some screenshots. It's got an art style.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, the art style is it's very pretty. It doesn't do much for me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of over that whole, like pixel art with high fidelity animation and yeah, lighting.
0: I was going to ask what you thought of super brothers.
2: I love super brothers, but that was also one of the first ones to do that. Right. So like it was yeah. really, really like breathtaking then. Cause it was like, wow, I've never seen anything like this in motion. This game is sort of leaning on that sort of thing. And I feel like games have been doing that now since super brothers. Um, which is to say like, it's not like, I don't think there's anything wrong with the way that, that children of mortal looks like it looks good in the same way that like, I don't know, like gears of war is like a really pretty looking game with big guys with guns, you know, like, I don't know that there's anything like control is notable because it does interesting things with like lens flare and color and camera tricks and stuff. Whereas something like children of mortal, it's just a, it's just pretty, but it's not, I wouldn't remark on the visuals too much. Um, but I would remark on though is, uh, that game has like, just a really cool, it's a really cool take on the rogue light, uh, thing. Um, the idea, the concept behind it is that it's pretty basic. Like there's this, cataclysmic force that destroyed everything. And you have to go down and go in these dungeons to try to save the world basically. But the cool thing it's doing is it's all, it's this family that you're playing as you're playing as, as a family of characters who um, are, Largely playable. There's a couple of them that are not that are that act as like characters back at the base that you're using to upgrade stuff, which kind of has upgrades in a rogue legacy, rogue light sort of way where you get gold while you're down in the dungeons. And when you die and come back, you spend the gold on upgrades for the family. Um, but each character in the family is totally different. So there's no like gear or loot in the game. Um, well, that's not true. There's no, um, you're not getting like weapons and armor. Um, each run, you can get, uh, little like pieces. I think they call them runes that can give you bonuses like lifesteal or whatever explosive attacks. Um, and then you can get consumable items while you're down there. But, um, the characters each progress on a skill tree that, um, isn't like revolutionary or anything, but it's pretty cool. And then each of them has three abilities and it plays kind of more like a twin stick action game than a clicky Diablo style game. Uh, and it feels really good to play. Like it's, it's just like, I'm playing with mouse and keyboard and, um, I have two characters so far. John is like a sword and shield guy. Um, but then he also has a, a like he can call down a bolt of lightning. And then there's another character, uh, who has uh, a bow and both of them feel really unique and different. Um, have a good dodge roll. Uh, different characters can roll different numbers of times and stuff. Uh, and, and I just really like the feel of the game. Um, the enemy variety is pretty decent for one of these kinds of games. Uh, and the way they deliver story is really cool because there's just different points where, you know, this time you did your run on the first dungeon and you got to floor two. So now you're going to get a new story thing, but you're probably going to die on floor two. So then you will get more story stuff further down the line. Um, And the story stuff is a lot of it's like fully voiced, uh, by a narrator. Uh, and I like the kind of perspective because it's like the narrator's kind of like describing the conversations that the family is having rather than like having you read text boxes of dialogue between the characters. Um, so yeah, I think like the style of how it delivers things, the feel of the game is really cool. Um, there's also stuff like you want to upgrade So like John is the sword and shield guy. He's very basic. Um, So, but you want us to play as him because each character has a line of skills that when you level them up, they make other characters better, which is really interesting to me. So like John, you want to level up the skill with him where he, because he gives, everybody more health than if you level up a skill with him. Um, so it's kind of neat. It also has co-op too. So up to two people can play together. Um, which is kind of a cool thing. It, I don't think it has online co-op right now, but, uh, but it has a local co-op and I think it's on switch. So, um, you can play it with, uh, with people in the same room. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a really cool game. I'm actually like pretty enthused to keep playing it. Um, cause I think it could be really special. There's like six characters, I think that you unlock over time. Uh, and they apparently are pretty unique and really run the gamut from the basic, like what you would expect. Holy Trinity kind of thing off into some weird directions. So I recommend it. It's only like 20 bucks too. That was why I picked it up because it was so cheap.
0: Yeah. sounds really interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot more to say on it because it is very, like you shouldn't go into it expecting something way beyond or outside of what you've played before. If you've played stuff like, I don't know, nuclear throne is maybe a good example. Um, stuff like this sort of top down isometric E action rogue light sort of thing. That's really what it is, but it's just, I think it just plays really, really well. And it has some really cool, um, overarching progression stuff going on and it, it is pretty, pretty even yeah. if even if it's not they do do some good things with color it looks really like, good in motion i think yes it does it does even if it's a style that i think is yeah not as remarkable now as it was you know 10 years ago uh it's still it's still pretty a pretty game
0: yeah uh
1: all right alex did we cover cover what you've been
0: playing I'm kind of yeah like i haven't had a very game heavy week i played a handful more hours of control a handful more hours of astral chain about all it right. really uh astral chain if y'all play it you need to meet marie because she's the best
1: <laughs> so you're, you're
0: still enjoying your time with astral chain i am yeah i think it's really well designed it's really interesting uh okay yeah it's been pretty oh, pretty wholly positive experience with it so far all
1: right uh then i've got well yeah actually, actually uh, i do dauntless loadouts and I, I mean, I've got, I've, got, out, two no, two, I've no. got, I've got two more games that, wait, are not wait, wait. that we have not discussed on the I, podcast. I just, before. I just remembered though. We have
0: Pat here. Now we can have like the one minute of TI nine.
1: Okay. You've got one minute. So, First of all, did you, we need to, I need to, I need to know
2: something. Did you, yeah. do you did Anna like say the N word a bunch?
0: No, I don't think so.
2: Okay. Cause on the bomb yeah. last week, Ben was talking about how Anna said the N word in public chats a bunch. Uh, I remember I seeing something about f- some Dota people doing like, I do remember that, but I couldn't find anything about it, but I could just not have been looking the right places. So yeah, anyway, I, I thought I would I ask you, if you're that. not sure, then we, then we can put a pin in that as not sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, but no, either way, TI nine, that was a couple weekends ago at this point. But, um, that was like the first time I pulled an all nighter because it was in China
2: and I tried, yeah. I fell asleep in game two, but yeah, it was still that, was,
0: that was probably at like four in the morning because it ended around yeah. six in the morning. Uh, and it was really good. They did really well by it. Um, it was an interesting series It ended up being more stompy by the end, but it had a bit of back and forth at the start
2: well and the notable thing too is just that you know like for people who don't watch dota it's no no player has won ti twice before and not only did a player win ti twice the same team of players won ti twice as the same team um so in in back-to-back years so that's that's just unprecedented it's really cool yeah Um, especially because
0: with dota like after every T I you have what's called the post T I shuffle where people just leave teams and go to other teams. Like it's, it's a tradition at this point. So,
2: and it's not required, but it just happens. Like it just, Oh yeah. People, people you know, signing teams. new contracts. and Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's very cool to see that that team stick together and then come back and be so good. And it's also cool because a lot of people called last year's TI a fluke and we're like, well, they're not real players and they're just play they're just playing the meta really well and stuff. And so this year it very much solidified that like, no, this is the best ODA team in the world yeah. and probably in the history of the game. Um, so it's, 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 exciting and they have a good, I I think, I mean, barring, I guess if, if Anna said shitty stuff, I mean, that sucks. But, uh, generally yeah. they have like a really good attitude, um, about the game. I think where sometimes they do some like BME bad manners sort of stuff, but it's usually in, it's usually good natured in a way. Like it's not when they troll people, it, they also troll themselves pretty hard. Uh, and they have a good sense of humor about it. It's not like mean spirited to me in the same way that it is
1: with a lot of other teams and players. Yep. Uh, yeah, I did some research and, uh, did in fact say the N word, uh, and use various other slurs. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so
2: fuck that he's, guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. And he's also probably the, from everything that I was already aware of, he's definitely the most like volatile member of that team in terms of like. After last TI, he just took a year off from playing the game, um, and then came back like <laughs> right before this TI. Yeah,
0: but uh, I think if I remember correctly, they also said that they were docking that they were docking his um, him a month wage and stuff from all winnings and all that kind of stuff, and we're donating it to charity. Yeah, well, that's good. if I remember correctly, yeah. but. Yeah. I mean, I think it's
2: important to, 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 I mean, I don't really have excuses for him. There's some weird, you know, it's complicated with, um, the, like I feel like there's less of a cultural, um, it's harder to say, Oh, they don't understand the culture of that term. If you're talking about someone like PewDiePie who is like globally, extraordinarily popular and lives in Europe versus someone like Anna who is, you know, from he's from malaysia right
0: no he's australian
2: australian oh well then never mind (laughs) he should know all the He should have every (laughs) bit of cultural context so fuck that guy um but uh but i think it's also relevant to say that like there's that the team as a whole it doesn't necessarily reflect those values and you hope not anyway so it's good to hear that they donated some money yeah
0: anyways tnn was good
2: it was yeah, it was the the tournament itself was very exciting.
0: Oh, the, though the audience sucked balls, but that's fine.
2: Yeah, the audience was pretty bad.
0: Yeah, they were too busy protesting.
1: <laughs> it yeah. was in Shanghai though. Yeah, <laughs> Hong Kong. But yeah, anyway, Hong Kong's know. where the heart is. <laughs> Hong Kong's where the Dota is. Uh, All right. Now back to, back to my two games that I've been playing. Uh, I'll uh, heave ho. Uh, I'll give Alex a second to find a video for it. Uh, you guys like Mount your friends.
2: Yeah. I like watching other people play Mount your friends.
1: Okay. Uh, what if Mount your friends was easier to play? I might like it more and like, and cooperative instead of competitive. That would definitely make me more interested in it. Let me tell you about heave ho. (laughs) Uh, It's so if you don't know what Mount your friends is, Mount your friends is like this goofy 2d like climbing game, I guess. Uh, And you use like the face buttons on your controller to like control the various limbs of your, of your person. And then you like somehow fling them around the screen and try and make them climb up a goat and heave ho you're you've only got, you just got two arms and you're using those to make your way across the level. So like, you will if you hold down like the right trigger, you'll grab onto something with your right hand and then you can rotate your body and then grab on something with your left hand, let go of the right and, you know, move your right arm. If you use the physics and you can like get around and you can swing Uh, and you can like f- throw yourself across the map, all that good stuff. Uh, so I was playing heave ho with my girlfriend and oh my God, we had such a blast. Like that was probably the most fun I have had playing a game in a while. Um, cause you're just, you know, uh, you're picking each other up and you're throwing each other to like new, uh, blocks and then the person just like, doesn't grab it for whatever reason, either they rotate like just wrong. So they're like their arms never touch or you don't throw them anywhere near it or you let go of the wrong arm and you both fall to your death and the way death works in heave ho is you explode and like, a you know, uh, just, uh, uh, your, your death is very juicy. We'll say, uh, there's just like an explosion of juice and then you just pop back up. So it's pretty quick. Uh, very good. Very fun. There's a f- dedicated fart button and you can charge up your farts. And then if your mm-hmm. fart is charged up enough, you can launch the other person. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's uh Alex's game of the year, yep. uh, right after Morphe's law, it's yep. tied yep. number one and one, uh, the, I, like if you've got someone to play games with, I would highly recommend heave ho just because like, it's easy to pick up for even for people who don't play a lot of games. And like, it's just so goofy and fun and satisfying. Once you get there, like once you beat a level and so, like, mm-hmm.
0: so what, so there's obviously a win condition, like looking it, at the video,
1: you're just getting to like a, like a little bowl kind of right. thing on the other side of the level.
0: Right. Right. So there is a win condition. What is the lose condition? If there is one,
1: uh, you give up <laughs> like, it, <laughs> okay. it, like literally it's there like if you take more than 10 minutes it will give you like a super easy like pathway to follow like mm-hmm. so you don't have to jump anymore or do anything like funny you just like grab onto the thing and like pull your way across yeah and I mean, like they, that- they have like they make it really easy for people to uh two complete levels. Like as long as one person gets there, then it'll put like an assist thing below the goal. So then you like crawl on climb under the goal and you pull it. And then it brings up like a life raft Hmm. and then the person, the other people can get on it and like steer it over.
0: That seems like a really good thing for kids then.
1: I guess, like, uh, like on top of being good for like couples or friends
0: or playing whatever. like, yeah. yeah, that sounds great for kids now.
1: Yeah. Uh, and there's like, you can unlock a bunch of different costumes and stuff. Uh, so it's, it's a fun game for like local multiplayer. Uh, I would highly recommend it if you're into that kind of stuff, uh, just cause uh, and then you'll pull each other to your death and you'll be like, why would you do that to me? I can't believe you betrayed <laughs> me like that, but yeah, it's, it's good fun. Uh, some of the level, like, I think the levels look really nice. Uh, they add like some interesting mechanics and stuff. Uh, once they get to like spinning platforms and stuff, you're like, Oh God, what's happening. Uh, It's physics. But uh, yeah, so that's Heave Ho. And then the other thing that I've been playing is Man of Madon, the Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Madon, which is by Supermassive Games, developers of Until Dawn. This is the next game in that kind of uh, style from them. They did like Rush of Blood for the PSVR and then... They did some of those That's You games or what would playlink games? Playlink, yeah. And everyone was like, "Wait, where's Until Dawn? Or Until Dawn 2?" And that's what The Dark Pictures Anthology is. Um, so, there it's a shorter game than Until Dawn. Until Dawn's about 10 hours. Um so this is shorter but they're making more of them. They're making like one a year kind of or like they've been working out for more than a year, but the next one is out in 2020. Um, but this one, a uh, man of Madon is like a ghost ship story. Uh, it's got, uh, Sean something. He was in quantum break and it was Iceman and the X-Men movies. Yeah. I don't know one. Yeah. That guy, he sucks in this game. He's like, they're really shitty, like rich kid, rich guy. I don't, he's not really a kid anymore. He, but he's like, Twenty something rich asshole. Uh, so you've got a smaller team or a smaller group of people in this one. You've got five people that you're playing as, and like I think overall the story is, even though it's shorter, I think like it's on par with Until Dawn, the story wise. But like dialogue, some of the dialogue is so cringy, and just like a. Like it actually distracted me from sequences, uh, where like, it was supposed to be scary. Like, Oh, we're going to do like the spooky thing. But I was just like groaning and like, what the fuck? <laughs> Listening to people talk to each other. Uh, if you were unfamiliar with until dawn and, uh, the style of game, it's like resident evil camera angles, like PS one era resident evil fixed camera angles slash adventure game, walking simulator, kind of but spooky and most of the action happens through quick time events so depending on how you feel about quick time events this this game could be great or bad uh it's taking place in a you know ghost ship you're like pretty confined there's not like a ton of exploring you can do it's like kind of very railroaded like there are things you can miss. Um, so like, you know, you're picking up items and like, Oh, I'm going to pick up this clipboard and it's going to tell me some backstory. And I'm going to like, okay, now I'm like starting to understand what's going on here. Uh, yeah. Or like, I'm going to pick up this knife. And then later on in a, like a action scenario, maybe I'll use this knife to stab somebody. Uh, or maybe I'll choose to not stab them. Who knows? All your choices matter. And then, uh, yeah, so the kind of the big gimmick with these whole games are your whole, um, everyone on your, all the protagonists can die. And then that'll impact the story and what sequences you play or don't play. But this one, it's like, because it's shorter and there's only five people, it seems like you're pretty much playing the same sequences no matter what. And I, I don't know how early people can die and or like, you know, all the spots people can die. I beat the game. I've played through it like three times because I was very, very dissatisfied with my first playthrough. And that's because it's very unpolished. Like, so unpolished. There at times it feels like a student film. Like they'll they're like in cut scenes there'll be like shots that seem out of sequence or like that just shouldn't be there and they're like only there for like half a second i'm like wait why was that even there and it's not to like be spooky it's just like they were like cutting it and they missed like that half a frame in like the timeline or something uh so that's like a bummer because it, like at the end, I was left very confused and like annoyed because of like plot holes and just general. Like if they had taken an extra month to like tighten it up and like put out a more polished thing, I think it'd be very good and like an easy recommendation. But now I'm like, unless you really like Until Dawn or like really like horror stuff, it's like, a, uh, yeah, maybe check it out. It's only 30 bucks, but. When Until Dawn is like my second favorite game of twenty fifteen, I think. Whatever year it came out. Witcher three was number one, Until Dawn was number two. Uh that that it was it's a bummer. Yeah, it sounds like kind of a bummer. Uh but like cause I really like the way they do their uh like their horror game like methodology because it just, everything keeps going, no matter what, there's no like, Oh, I died. So we're going to set me back like five, 10 minutes or even more. Uh, now I have to go through this whole like plotting section. Uh, so like, you know, constant forward momentum is cool. And like, I think they tell an interesting story, but again, there's like plot holes and things that don't make sense. And I've found like, 99 90 percent of like the documents and stuff yeah and i'm still like the this there's things that don't make sense but yeah i'm i'm interested in the next one uh a little hope it looks like it's going to be like salem uh which stuff like they've got like a little doll thing that like seems reminiscent of blair witch in the logo one of the characters is wearing a Salem, Massachusetts, uh like tank top. And there's like a Salem witch trials like book in someone's luggage that you find like all the stuff through the game. That's cool. So that's and Until Dawn. Like, did they make references to I don't think the they knew what they thing? were be, Okay. I don't think they knew what they were gonna be doing next. That uh, makes sense. I just wasn't sure. Uh and then The thing that just, oh my God, it's the scariest thing in this game is they're on this ghost ship. Nobody's wearing shoes. Ooh. Nobody's wearing shoes. Don't like that. Yeah, no, it's, and like they often, oh God, it's, yeah. They don't like have any foot horror. I'm like, but it's just the thought of them being on this like, you know, rusting ship that's like, you know, falling apart and nobody's got no shoes. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, if, if you were into until dawn, like if you really enjoyed until dawn, I'd say, check it out. Uh, they have a built in like multiplayer mode. They have two versions. One is like, Oh, we're all sitting around together and we can pass controller. It's like up to five people can do it that way. And you just put in your name and then when it's your turn to play, it'll be like, Hey, now this person take the controller. Uh, and then the other one is you do like share play online with a friend with one. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, it sounded like there were, they, they just patched out some bugs where it's like if one person alt tabbed while you were doing the (laughs) the online play, the other person couldn't do any inputs. Hmm. I would hope that they would fix that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been fixed. Uh, but they haven't polished up like the cutscenes that are, don't make any sense or just like poorly put together and there's like repeating dialogue at points and stuff like that i'm just like man like you know there's a lot of stuff going on here but like that stuff seems like it'd be easy to catch but you know uh games are hard uh and i still you know i think what they're doing is I, i like what they're doing i just wish you i want it to be good i want it to be better yeah. It seems like, I guess uh, they're
2: paying for like actors and stuff. So maybe not, but it seems like it's less, it might be a less expensive game to make than a lot of like triple a, um, like narrative driven games. Uh, cause they're shorter. Uh, I, uh,
1: maybe like, I mean, you know, they do a lot of writing and there's like, yeah. It, it's hard to say with this one. Like I imagine because they're trying to do these like yearly that they are less expensive, but yeah. like they had some big names or like, you know, or I guess they yeah. made like for until dawn, The they had everyone in there before they like kind of got famous. And I feel like until dawn uh, is I kind of a panty air, but
2: it's a weird thing because like the it, it's so it took so long for
1: that game to come out. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so troubled during so much of its development. Yeah. But, and it, it came out great. Like, because it, yeah, like, yeah, at yeah. The Time. I, I, I honestly think if they had like an extra month, they could have like ironed out, like all the little quirks that I found, like, Hopefully, you know, there's, there's going to be that. bugs and stuff, but like all the stuff that I encountered was literal, like, Cutscene scene and like story stuff that didn't make sense or seemed out of place. And yeah, so it, it would have been nice to see that tidied up. Um, but you know, I, I enjoyed it, but I, I was also left disappointed. Yeah. I like until dawn a lot, so I will play it at some point. Yeah. Um, it's not super high on my priority list, but I do play I, I don't think it needs to be that high on anyone's priority list, but if, you know, if you want to, if you don't want a super spooky game, but you want like a spooky game for Halloween, then I'd say it it does the job. Yeah, we might. My, my girlfriend. You got mom, I really Evil too.
2: Love... Yeah, I know. I got to finish Resident Evil 1. I got to the part of Resident Evil 1 that is not, fun to play uh, the, the lab no it's the before that when you when you get all the when all the fish monsters start popping up
1: oh oh the hunters yeah oh you're still there okay i haven't played it since i got there yeah all right well uh yeah so that's until dawn it's it's a game and it works mostly Mostly. yeah well i know it, it works yeah, it's yeah. just everything when it's not you playing also they like weirdly pad it out by like making there's like a second cut there's like the theatrical cut which is like the first playthrough but then there's the curator's cut <laughs> which is and the curator is like the s- psychiatrist from until dawn gotcha. so he like pops up when he comments on how you're doing um yeah. but you're yeah, so that, no it's a different person that's unfortunate, uh, and so that one you're playing the same story, but you're playing like different characters at the same like in the mo like in the story beats. So if like you're playing like Alex in the first section, you'll be playing like Fliss and in, in like the Curator's Cut, and so like you don't get to make certain choices, which can be very bad. There's one that's just like, I don't know if there's a way to avoid it, but it's like the worst possible choice and it's very upsetting, but yeah, uh, man of the dawn, I hope supermassive, uh, is more prepared next time. I hope they take the time they need to get it right. And since there, it'll be like their second time taking a crack at like this format, I'm hoping it'll be smoother. Yeah, sounds like it should hopefully be. Yeah, uh, is there anything anybody else wants to talk about?
3: Um, oh, just briefly, I played the a uh, bit of Super Kirby Dash, which is the our Clash.
1: Oh Dash, yeah, I played that.
3: Uh, which is the new? They they call it free to start, but it's basically free to play. Uh, oh,
1: so free to play.
3: <laughs> it is very. See, I, I was wondering if it was free to start, like. um,
1: like Super Mario Run. Th-
3: or I was thinking about uh, Rusty's Real Deal Baseball, which I don't know if you guys played that at all <laughs> on 3DS. A little bit I, I, I like that game a lot, actually. Uh,
1: I don't like baseball.
3: It's it's more like mini games. It's it's not necessarily like a baseball game.
1: If it's got baseball in the title, I'm not interested. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, but basically, it's it's you buy like in that game, you uh, buy like individual mini games, but the actual haggling um, t- t- is part of the mechanic. So you try to get the price down for what you pay for each mini game. So I was like,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's incredibly strange.
3: It's so strange. You and negotiate know with a the
2: rabbit game. shows up. It's similar to that. Okay.
3: Yeah, it's just weird. I personally really like it. But uh I I I thought it was really good. And I thought that the um uh, monetization was really good because you know, each game you could buy them at full price for which each mini-game is like four bucks, but you can also hang on them down to like maybe a dollar fifty or two bucks. Uh so I thought that was that was neat. But I so I was like, okay. Nintendo has done great things with that kind of a thing. So maybe super Kirby clash will be like that. It is extremely for free to play.
1: It's, uh, it, it's got a stamina. meter. It's got two stamina meters. Yep. Uh, it's got premium currency. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have loot boxes.
3: No. Although surprise
1: mechanics. No, no surprise I've played, mechanics.
3: I've played it decent amount of it so far and I haven't really felt an urge to pay money yet.
1: So, so the way they do it is they say, oh, if you buy 50 more gems, which is like currently it's like 50 cents, mm-hmm. uh then you'll your tree, which generate auto-generates uh what gem apples, your tree that your tree will upgrade to level three. And if you pay us $40, it'll just automatically go to max level and give you 2000 gems every day. Yeah. That's pretty the, gross.
3: The thing is, though, I don't know how helpful having that many gems are I because know. I've run, out, I've run out of the um, like other components because basically uh, so the game is weirdly kind of, like Monster Hunter esque. Yeah. Where, where you go take, uh, uh, like jobs off of a board and then defeat a, uh, boss. Four
1: expert. people go and they, four Kirby's go out and they just beat the ever loving shit out of like a giant Waddle Dee.
3: Yeah. But you have to, so Eww. instead of having the standard Kirby, uh, let's eat everything and, get powers uh, you're equipping uh, items you're equipping uh, weapons
1: so sword hammer magic wand a flask of unknown liquid
3: yeah yep. so you you want to go buy the stronger ones at the shop but uh, you know to do that it doesn't just cost uh, the premium currency which are the gem apples but it also costs uh, like materials than that you get when you play the actual things. So I, there's no real way I think to actually just buy them with gem apples. I don't think you can buy the, any of the uh, fragments without it. Um, I might be wrong. Uh, so it, it feels like it, like actually playing it. I haven't run into a scenario where I thought, Oh, I need to pay money for it. Um, even with the multiple uh the um multiple timers they uh fully uh refresh the timer when you level up and leveling up so far has happened really quickly and mm-hmm. i'm about level 10 so it's uh i've played a decent amount so yeah i'm almost there yeah, I I don't know. I I'm interested to see how far I can go without being mm-hmm. like man, I'd like to pay like play mo- pay money, but uh I think that's probably as far as I'm going to go is just the idly seeing how far can I get without mm-hmm. uh, going mm, I could really use uh spending 5 bucks on this.
1: Sure. Uh, yeah. So I've been playing super Metroid on the SNES stuff on, I've, cause I've never played super Metroid. Uh, and I like Metroid games, Metroidvanias. So I'll figure I'll try it out. That game's hard. It's a good one of those though. That's tough, but I, that's, yeah, like, I'm just like finding my way around. I'm like, I've had to use a walkthrough a couple times to be like, where the fuck yeah. do I go? Cause there's a lot of like, Oh, you got to shoot this wall over here. That doesn't, you know, does has no indication that it should be shot. It's um, no Metroid fusion, but it's, it's a good game. I, I always got stuck in the same place in Metroid fusion. Uh, there's like a boss. and I couldn't figure out how to get to the boss. Uh, it's like in a big, like terrarium thing. Metroid fusion might be my favorite Metroid. game. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. It's one that I always wanted to like more, but I always got stuck on it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it. For this episode of George of the Jungle Fix, you can find me on Twitter at coolslaw c o o l s l four w. Uh, Pat, where can people find you? You can find me at pjc plays. Fantastic, Sam. You can find me uh, wherever
4: good comic books are sold, and on Twitter at sgch.
1: Okay. Allison,
3: you can find me on Twitter at W R I T E R S E R E N Y T Y.
1: And when you crush garlic, Alex. <laughs> wow, that was a good one. Uh, you
0: won't find me here next week, I'll be in Vancouver.
1: Fan, well, no, that's not fantastic, that's sad. Sad tested, sad Uh, we'll miss you. Uh, We don't know what we'll do without you. Uh, But thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, Have a great one. I'm so sleepy. Uh, I'm so hungry. We'll be back slightly (laughs) earlier next week. Uh, Thanks for joining us, everybody. Goodbye. So long. Farewell. Bye. 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 George. George. Georgia. The jungle. Watch out for that tree.
2: Sam has a licensed uh, journey to the mysterious island toy. Is that for your baby? Yeah.
1: Is that, is that for your child? This is this is so this is a dangerous game you're playing, Sam. Your your child is going to come to respect to the Rock more than you. Uh, well, the rock yeah, is mate. your child's new father the Rock or
4: Stitch from the movie Lilo and Stitch? <laughs> 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 I'm leaving
2: this podcast.
4: Goodbye.
2: Okay, <laughs> I'm leaving this specific call, not the podcast overall.
1: It's right. it. you meant, like for uh, a like I'm out. Not for a understandable. Yeah. All uh, uh, right. Bye, Dwayne. Bye. Bye. bye, bye, Stitch. Goodbye,
4: everybody.